Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. If you have died with our resurrection, then our victory is not complete. But we thank you for you resurrected for our justification. And right now we are justified before the Father because you resurrected. We bless you. We praise you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We thank you, Spirit of the living God. And so this morning I step aside. And I ask you to take your place. I submit myself to you, Holy Spirit, that you wear me as your hand glove and express yourself really through me. Bring every heart, every ear under the sound of my voice to you. Encounter all. Cause grace to flow freely. Cause the word to heal, to save, to deliver, establish, and strengthen. Cause the word to transform in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Good morning all. We receive and welcome all our friends across the globe. Wherever you are watching from, the presence of God in the house is reaching you. The word of God is reaching you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Can you go with me to Isaiah chapter 43 verse number 3. New King James Version, please. We'll be using New King James Version, except if I said request for another translation. Look in this version. Praise God. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. The Lord your God, your Savior. I am not a God. I am the God. I am the Lord your God, the Savior. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who called you by your name, am the God of Israel. I called you by your name. Are you not happy that God knows your name? Are you not glad? Governor Kemp doesn't even know your address. What about the mayor of the city you live? Does he or she knows you? Oh, the mayor is even up there. What about your counselor? Does your counselor have an idea of who you are? Does he know your name? Does even he or she know you existed there? But the Lord, the God that created the heavens and the earth, the possessor of heaven and earth, knows you by your name. And called you by name. Well, we're talking about the cross this morning. We say if you understand the meaning of the cross... You will not be in fear. You will not be afraid. You see, it is high time that we will remove the gap, the mask of what religion and put on relationship. Somebody say it's a call to relationship. You ain't even hearing yourself. You are not even hearing yourself. Somebody say it's a call to relationship. Relationship is no relationship where there's no fellowship and communication. We have to move from the arena of religion into our arena of relationship with God. Through Jesus Christ. Without Jesus, you cannot reach God. You can make all the sacrifices you know what to do. There are people now living on this planet Earth that are making diverse sacrifices in, as an attempt.
attempt to reach God. Honey, stop wasting your time. Stop punishing yourself. Just embrace Jesus. Says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except by me. It didn't say, I am a way, a truth, and a life. It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except by me. You want to come to the United States of America? No matter your social status, no matter where you come from, you must fulfill the immigration status of the nation, right? You must, number one, secure a visa, traveling visa, before you can come in. If you have a private jet or a private yacht, yeah, you can fly, but you cannot land. You know what I'm saying? You have the private jet, you have the yacht, the ocean is big for everybody, right? But you want to land in the territory of the United States, you must have what? A clearance. You must have your visa. That is the United States. But God said, you want to get to me? I have only one option. Jesus. It's not negotiable. The only option, the only way to me is Jesus. And now, Jesus did not say, you go and do all the sacrifices. You go clean up yourself before you can come. He said, come as you are. I did it all for you. Just accept what I did for you. Is it not a good deal? And when we understand this, and when we know this, the Soraka says, I can't keep it to myself. This truth is not real. A reality to many people that come to the church, and that's why they sit down very comfortably every Sunday morning. Their colleagues, their neighbors, their friends, they don't even let them know about this truth. Somebody has paid the bill for them. That somebody has sacrificed for them. That debt you owe that you couldn't pay. Jesus, guess what? He has paid it all. All he needs from you, just come as you are. Are you sleeping inside? Drug chambers. He said, come as you are. I will clean you up. Just come. There is a woman that had this visitation in the Bible. The Bible calls him Rehab the prostitute. Somebody say Rehab the prostitute. But pastor, that is not that is not diplomatic. Why should you call the prostitute. It is there in the Bible. God intentionally and purposefully put the name Rehab the prostitute in the Bible so that whoever you are, no matter how much dirt the life have rubbed on you, he said there's a way for you. There is hope for you. Somebody said there is hope for you. If Rahab, the prostitute, could be saved, much more you will be saved. Not only that she was saved, but just receiving the spies that were sent, she recognized and acknowledged the God of Israel that sent the spies. So she jumped right into their boat. She become members of their club, of their team. She preserved them. She secured them. And that's all she did. And now she now entered.
entered the knowledge of Jesus became the great, 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 great grandmother of Jesus. Can you beat that? God could save Rahab the prostitute. He can save you, whoever you are. He can save you, no matter the dirt that this life have rubbed on you. No matter how low you have been in life, God can save you. All you need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Don't count yourself out. Don't rule yourself out. Just because you messed up. The father to mess up does not mean that it is all over for you. You are still alive. You didn't die with your mistake. Which means that God is giving you another chance. Don't blow it. I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret place. That you may know that I, the Lord, your God, I am the Lord who call you by your name. I'm the God of Israel. He knows everything about us. There is nothing about us that is hidden to him. The Bible says all things are naked and open to him. All you need to do is to be read to yourself, right? The worst thing you can do is to what? To fake it to yourself. You can't fake it to God because he knows everything about you. Be real to him because he knows about you. Genesis chapter 2. God told us how he took man. In chapter 1, he told us his plan. Let us make man in our own image after our likeness, right? Then in chapter 2, he told us how he made man, right? And took man and breathed the breath of life to man. Then chapter 3, after he has hand made man, handed over everything to man, then came the deceiver, chapter 3. You see this, 2023, you must know who you are. You must know your identity. You must not allow anything, anyone to rob you of your identity. Your relationship with God is very, very important. Somebody say, my relationship with God is the ultimate. It is not negotiable. The premium you place on your relationship with God will determine the altitude you get you get to in this life. The premium you place on your relationship with God will determine what? The altitude you reach in this life. Never forget it. It will determine how much you conquer in life. It will determine how much ground you conquer. How far you go. The exploits you make is determined by what? The premium you place on your relationship with him. This God that we're talking about, the one that calls you by your name, that knows you. Gave them, kept them in the garden. Everything made. You understand what I'm saying? Before he brought Adam and Eve into the scene. He put all things in place. Somebody say all things in place. For I know the thoughts and the plan I have for you. That is why he said come follow me. He is a master planner and the master architect of your life. You understand what I'm saying? He holds the rope map of your destiny in his hand. Chapter 3 of Genesis. Adam and Eve 
because of ignorance of who they are, of their true identity. They are already like God. Let us make man in our own image and after our likeness. Is, is, that is not ambiguous. That is as clear as clarity. Let us make man in our own image after what? Our likeness. And God made man in his own image. In the image of God, he made him male and female. And he blessed them. He empowered them to rule and reign in life. So take charge. Have dominion. Everything you see that I created is under your control. Handed over everything to them. And somebody, one crazy dude come from somewhere. Are you sure God meant what he said? That was it. Oh. Don't let anything rob you of your relationship with God. Never permit it. And because of that ignorance, the entire human race was mortgaged to bondage and slavery. Just think about that. Until Jesus came. So when God talks about Jesus, you know what he's talking about. Before Jesus came to the scene, diverse sacrifices and religion have been in existence, all in an attempt to reach God. But they could not. Someone say, until Jesus came. And he did it all. If you have Jesus, you don't have any need for the burden of religion. Somebody didn't hear me. If you have Jesus, you don't need any need for what? The burden of religion. You cannot more carry the burden of religion. All you need is Jesus. For my burden is light and my yoke is easy. I hear what I'm saying. All he needs is Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I ever, ever done. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing ever, ever have done. The best thing you ever do for your life is to fall in love with him. Because when you fall in love with him, you have no need of the burden of religion. You know, the religion is too heavy. That wearing many people. Religion have this colored, disfigured many people today. Religion have confused many. Religion have disorganized, disfigured, and this what? Again, what word to use? So many today. Many are no more who God created them for. They don't even know who they are anymore. Confused in the arena of religion. When all they need is Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And all they need is to receive the love of God for them. The love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. Perfect love casts away every fear. 
Whenever you are living in fear, check it out, honey. You don't have him. You don't have love. And who is love? God is love. Jesus, the love of God. Jesus is the love of God personified. So when you are functioning and living in fear, this blessed diagonalize to diagonize it. Look at it. He's not there. Because perfect love casts away what? Fear. Dearly beloved, I just read and I start following him. God wants us this morning to know he knows you more than he knows yourself. He knows everything about you. That's why I said, follow me. Come, follow me. There's no need to pretend before him. There's no need. I will give you the treasure of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. It is mine to give because I own it all. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Everything on earth belongs to him. It does not belong to Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, United States, Nigeria. He has what it takes to move the diamond mine in South Africa to Haiti just in the Jifty. He can move it. He can move the oil and gas well in Saudi Arabia, Nigeria to Haiti. He is God and he can do and undo. He can kill, he can make alive, he can wound, he can heal. He is God. He is not a man. So he owns it all. We need to prioritize God this 2023. Make him your priority. You know your schedule? It should be top on the list. He is God. He owns it. He knows where everything are. Are you hearing me? And he holds the heart of kings in his hand. He will twist everyone. Presidents. Royalties. CEOs. Presidents of conglomerate. Wake them up early in the morning. Hey, my daughter is in Atlanta in Trem right now. Favor her. My son is in Atlanta in Trem right now. Favor him. He knows what to do for his own at every moment in time. He does not need any assistance. He does not need any help. And there is no one that ever refused him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No one in creation has ever refused him when he come calling. Either you yield, you bend, or you break. That's him. When he come calling, you see, he has not visited you. That is why you are, you are, you're thinking that you are the boss. You are the, you are the, you are the happening. You are the in thing. When he come to you, you are a small fry. Nebuchadnezzar told the three Hebrew children, Shedra, Meshach, and Abednego, 
Who is that God that will save you from my hand? Say, heat up the furnace seven times. Heated it up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego look straight to his face. They did not even call him king. They say, Nebuchadnezzar, if need be, the God will serve, he will save us. Now look, in, look at us. If you say he will not save us, yet we're still not baffled to your golden image. In case he said he will not save us, we will still not bow. Those are the people that know their God. Daniel 11.32 They that know their God, they should be strong and do explode. It's not our God. Do you know him? You know him for you. Because when all chips are down, when no one is there, you are always there with him. In that period when no one is there, how do you handle the issues of life? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, Nebuchadnezzar, we will not bow. If we bow, we will burn. But if we don't bow, we will not burn. There are many things out there that wanted to bow. Bow for promotion. Bow for success. Today, there are many young people that have been deceived that you have to belong to different cult, club they call it, for you to be successful. And many sell and sold their destiny, their birthright. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He does not come to you and announce to you, I am Satan the devil. No. He come subtly. That's the way he still function. When he came to Eve, did God said, are you sure? Child of God, this morning we are talking about we and this God that we call, that we serve. How well do we know him? He sent me to tell you he knows you. He knows everything about you. But do you know him? He knows you. Nothing is hidden about you. And he has your future in his hand. He's thinking of you. But you have to Submit to him. You have to give him the green light to function. Because God is not like the devil that forces himself on you. You have to. This God that we serve, when he's reaching out to you, like as we're saying, no one has ever refused him. Nebuchadnezzar said, who is that God that we save you from our hand? He showed forth for his own. He's always showing forth. He said, I will never leave you. Can you give me Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, the Amplified Classic, please. Hebrews 13 verse 5 and 6, the Amplified Classic. Hebrew 13, let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money. You see, he's not talking to you about fixing yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Because when you're working with him, Bible told us about the sins that thus easily beset us. 
You understand what I'm saying? You have to let go every weight. Right? You say, our character has to be real. When there's no, no more time of playing games. No time to what? Play game. Our character has to be real. Let your character character that talks about your lifestyle. Your person. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your person. Your character. Your lifestyle. You have to be real in the morning. Be real in the afternoon, midday. Be real in the evening. And be real in the night. Not that you're somebody else. Fred Oimuse. Somebody else in the morning, in the afternoon, is not another book. But is, is, is another guy that preach? No. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, the same today, the same forever. We have to be real. If the church folks are real, displaying who they profess to be, this nation will not be the way it is. Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 5, he said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. That's who you are. This is who you are. He is addressing our person our character, our identity, and our lifestyle. We must portray it. He said, let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money. Because if money have no influence and power over you, you can rule over money. Somebody wrote, money is the best servant but the worst master. Because money is not created to lead. Money is created to serve. Money in the hands of those that made money their master turned to destruction. You know what I'm saying? And the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that creation is crying for their redemption. Waiting for the revealing, the manifestation of the sons of God to set them free, including money. Because money in the wrong hand, money in the hand of the drug dealer, what does he know? So key. Wipe out everything on, on his part. Money in the hand of a child of God, a true child of God, we send missionaries, we send charities, right? Clean up our community and our cities from drug. Those under drug addiction, you rehabilitate them. You know what I'm saying? But money, put them in that bondage, right? Drug. But money in the right hand, will bring change and transformation. That is why I say, don't make it force. Don't be ruled and controlled by it. Today, in the United States, people are ruled and controlled by money. They can do anything for money. Anything. People don't even go to church on Sunday because of money. Money. Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money. Love of money. When you love money, you can do anything for money. But when you love Jesus, you love God, you can do anything for Jesus. Do you see the difference? When you love money, you will even be questioning God why should I give you tithe? Why should I give you offering? 
my heart and money. Excuse me. The Bible talks about the foolish rich man. Read the scripture. The Bible calls him the foolish rich man. Hold on. I got this. I got that. He says, so, I'm going to enlarge my warehouse and have me a lot for many years. I eat and enjoy. Jesus says, thou fool. Tonight, your soul is required of you. He said, who owns this where he died? So let me show you who to fear. Don't be afraid of who can kill just a body and cannot send the soul to hell. The only thing is, Papa, Papa, I kill you. That's all you can do. So don't be afraid of the person. So let me show you who you should be afraid of. So be afraid of who can kill the physical body and send the soul to hell. So that's the person you should be afraid of. Somebody say character. Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money. When money is not ruling and controlling you, you become the master of the money. And God, money loves people that master them to glorify and honor God. Because they know they are fulfilling why God created them. Because all things were created and they were created for his pleasure. Including money to bring pleasure, to bring glory, to bring honor to God. Have you ever asked yourself the question, how did money come into this world? He created money. To bring glory to him. And to give him pleasure. As money. Go get microphone. Yes sir. And they get microphone. As I'm talking. Everywhere the sound of my voice they are here. Right? Let your character or moral disposition. Be free from love of money. Including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions. Isn't that what ordinary man is all about? The regular dudes are there. This is all they are living for. He said, let me show you. High life is to live above this. This, is not be, this is, should not be your focus. This should not be the purpose why you are existing. How many women have I conquered? How many men have I conquered? Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed. Wall Street told us that greed is good, right? But the Bible is telling you that greed is bad. Greed will send you to hell. Avarice. You are not satisfied with what you have. Always wanting more. And you can set up anyone else together to get what you want. Avarice. Loss. Or is sit all in the same class? They're all the same brother, sister, nephew, and uncle. Greed, avarice, loss. They're all the same. Loss. What you have. You're not satisfied with. You always have another. Your eyes, another person. God bless you with a beautiful wife at home. Anything or skirt will pass. You have a handsome man at home. Anyone on Jesus. Ah, how many packs? Make the packs at home for you. Lost. And craving. You are not satisfied. Just like a child crave for milk, right? But Bible told us in Peter, say, we say like the newborn baby, crave for the, the word of God. Crave. Instead of craving for earthly possession, 
So craving is not that bad. You know what I'm saying? When you crave for earthly possession, it's bad. But when you crave for God, the word of God, that's the positiveness of craving. You know what I'm saying? The positiveness of craving. So crave for the word of God. Just like that little child was crying and hungry for that baby. He won't make. <laughs> you want peace? You better give milk to that baby. So that's how you should be crave for the things of God. Not earthly possession. Because everything that is of the world I have been telling us this thing since I came to this place. And I will continue to tell us this. Anything earthly does not leave this earth. Because the earth is very selfish. The earth does not let go what belongs to the earth. No matter how, how much you try, naked you came, naked you are going. I don't care the title behind your name. Naked you come, naked you are going. You look at this. By the grace of God, at these days of my life on earth, I've seen many new baby born. I've been privileged to be to mortuary a couple of times. You see, when babies have come into this world, there's one of them that I saw when she was born recently. When I look today, she's taller than me. When babies are born, they come, their hands are closed like this. Look at every baby born. The day they arrive, yeah! and their hands, the two hands are closed. Do you know what that means? I come to grab. I come to grab. I come to grab. Are you hearing me? Every baby born, they, their hands are fixed. I come to grab. But go to the mortuary and you see a dead corpse, a body that is dead. The hands are like this. Both the cleaner, the CEO, the MD, the president, even Queen Elizabeth that just died recently, the hands are like this. What are those diamonds? How many of those diamonds, how many of those were cultured, custom-made dresses of hers? How many? So he's saying, when you concentrate on earthly things, you're on a losing lane. You are on a losing lane. You are blowing the wind, beating the wind because you're not going to achieve anything. At the end of your day, you become a fool. That's what the Bible says. Because you're not going home with anything. Is it not ironic to spend 70 years, 60 years, 80 years on earth pouring water in a basket? At the end of the day, of, at the end of your journey, nothing to show for it. That's what he's telling us. That's what he's telling us. Paul! The little the righteous have is much more than that of the wicked. The Bible says, right? Say, let your focus and be satisfied with your present circumstance and with what you have. Come on, more. Right? Contentment, satisfaction. Be grateful because contentment, the Bible says, is what? Godly gain. Contentment. Because when you are contented, you will not be greedy. You will not be lustful. You will not be avaricious. When you are contented, you will be grateful. 
Every time you are grateful to God, when you are contented, you will appreciate God. When you drink water, thank you, Jesus. When you eat burger, thank you, Jesus. When you eat salmon, thank you, Jesus. When you eat the green salad, thank you, Jesus. When, when you are contented, you are grateful. You live a life of gratefulness, appreciation. And when you are grateful and appreciative, open the door for more. That's the way you want us to live. But when you are greedy, avaricious, lustful, what happened? You pull, you shut the door against yourself. You are driving God away from you. The angels that are supposed to minister to you, you are driving them away. And you are attracting demons. You will not attract demons to your life this 2023. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will not attract demons this 2023. Because when you live a land, a lane of unfaithfulness, you are not attracting angels. <laughs> Pastor, are you cursing us? No. I'm, I'm preaching the Bible. B-I-B-L-E. The truth. When you are unfaithful, you are not attracting angels. When you are faithful, you are grateful. You are always praising God. What happened? You are attracting angels to minister to you. He said, that is not the word you should live. Now look at it. For he, God himself, has said, Isaiah 45, where we have been talking from. It says, He knows you, who call you by name, right? He said, He will give to you the treasures of darkness and riches of secret places. Right? That's what we've been talking about. Honey, you can't give me what you don't have. You can only give me what is yours, what you have. What you have power over. You see, this is what I expect from you this year, my son, my daughter. For he, God himself, has said, in case you don't understand who is speaking. Say, this is not Paul speaking. This is God. This is not Fred Oimusa speaking. This is God speaking to you. You say he's your father, Right? Then you hear him, him. He said, for he, God himself, has said, not the Pope, not the prelate, not the archbishop or archdeacon, not President Joseph R. Biden of United States. For he, God himself, not Governor Kemp of Georgia. For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you. I'd rather take the promise of God to the bank than the promise of the, of the President of the United States. Because he might make a promise and the and the Congress will sit on it and say they will know you can't perform. Right? He made a promise to pay the student debt. Right? They said no, you can't. To ask her to injury. And the judges, some judges say no, you can't. Is it not crazy? I'm not a politician. But you can give tax cuts to rich people that don't need it. That have billions all over the world. They don't know what to do with it. But our children have been weighed down and destroyed by student debt. Think about it. 
God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you. Man can fail you, but he said, I will not fail you. Dad and mom can even fail you. Even pastor can fail you. Because this treasure is an earthen vessel. The pastor himself is a man. Right? Pastor can fail you. But he said, I will not in any way fail you. Nor give you up. Nor leave you without support. In a nutshell, you will never, I will never, never leave you helpless. I got your back. That's what he's talking. Anytime, any moment, you are secure by me. I got your back. Somebody say, I got your back. That's what God is telling us this morning. As we go into 2023, you embrace 2023 without confidence because God got you covered. On every side. Oh, Kabalote. I feel like preaching this morning. He says, He got you covered on every side. So embrace 2023 without confidence and boldness. Don't let anyone tell you it cannot be done because God got you covered. God got you what? Covered. God. Got the what? Cover. God got the what? Cover. For he, God himself said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you. Kamazede. Lambroho shakatina. I, when you go home and read and meditate on this thing, I will not, I will not, how many I will not. Even when everyone around you turn their back on you, you say, I will never turn my back on you. Assuredly not. In case. You didn't hear me. For the fifth time, I assuredly know. It means without, under any circumstance, I will not fail you. Not. So, in view of this, we take comfort and encourage and confidently and boldly because of this backup I have. I confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. When God is helping me with all this promise behind me, how can I fail? The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. Nothing will terrify me. Nothing will terrorize me. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? In vain is the next prayer before the bed. So this is it. That's what we said. We started this morning when we entered this when we picked the microphone, we said, if you understand the meaning of the cross, you will not be afraid. If you understand this, if you understand the power of the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the one of the fathers of faith in this land, Smith Wiggis, uh, no, not Smith Wiggiscourt, what's his name? I remember. Went to Haiti to preach. He, he was the, the father of Rob Pasley. How many of you know about Rob Pasley here? That's a spiritual father. But the guy has come to be with the Lord. He went to Haiti to preach. After preaching 
heavy crusade, cast a devil, many things happened. Came back to the hotel room. Late in the night, at the early hour of the day, and morning, as you know, have a great meeting in the crusade, power of God All of a sudden, there was a breeze that came into the room. The next thing was that the bed was moved from the wall, you know, to the middle. He said, oh, I know you. I cast you out. You know, some people, some people will we, we be afraid. Are you hearing me? My dad will say, well, you start speaking. So I say, shut up. That is fear. <laughs> because you know who you are. You know your identity. know what you are carrying. You know who you are. Your backup. The man said, oh, you woke up. Say you. I know. I is that you? He fold up, rolled on the bed, and start sleeping. But as he woke up, he said, you notice that the bed moved from the wall. He said, hey, come back. Put it back. Hey, come back. Put it back. Put the bed back. The bed back where it was. Then that same wind came in, and the bed was pulled back disappeared. Men that walked with God on earth because I said if you are unfaithful you are not engaging the angels because demons are real. Angels are real. The fact you are living in America does not erase that truth and you shall know the truth and the truth you know and practice will set you free. If you know the truth and you don't do anything with it, it will not benefit to you. Hence, I always say, you shall know the truth and the truth you practice, you put to work, will profit you, will set you free. Stand up. Let's talk to him. God, you bless. He said, come follow me. We're just, we're, we're just on it. Come, follow me. Because he, he knows it all. He holds the roadmap of your destiny in his hand. He knows it all. I want you to talk to him. Ask him the grace to know him. The grace to know him. He knows everything about you. But ask him for the grace to know him this year. The grace to know him. The grace to know him. The grace to know him. The beginning of you enjoying what we spoke about today is receiving Jesus. As your Lord and Savior, he paid it all. Jesus has paid it all. You don't need to go through that. You don't need to go to hell. So I want to pray with you. Wherever you are, I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. He came to this world. You died for me. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. From this day, help me to live this life for you. In the name of Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Help me to know you more intimately. In Jesus' name. That is it, my friend. If you have made this prayer with all your heart, welcome to the greatest family on earth. You are now a child of God. You are God's responsibility. Now I want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet on your app store and download the Bible. The Bible is free. And make good friends with your Bible. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. Go to any Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor I sent you. If you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I'm able to invite you to Trem Atlanta God's Embassy's Manor. 1611-1611, Ross West Street's Manor. Zip code 30080. Our services are Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. Remember, he knows all about you. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.